0: What's up, man?
1: What's up, Joe? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. I like the keynote. I oh,
0: was good. Did I challenge you? Did I stretch your mind a bit? I know your mind's hard well, to stretch I mean, because I, well, you, you know mean, everything. I was right? gonna
1: say. Well, no, I'm just saying. I, I mean, you've been stretching my mind. This is gonna sound weird for a while, so I kind of know where. Okay. How, how, how far you've been pulling? So. Okay. Good. Good. I mean, good. So. Yeah, I mean, I like the I like the Google stuff, man. I'm a big I'm a big voice person, so. I so mean, what do you think the audio search has has legs? Then you thought, I, but. I mean, do you have do you have a bunch of devices in your house?
0: Uh, I have an Alexa, so as okay. soon as I found out, and again, I was working on this audio search. Uh, my keynote last year in January, I wanted to say how would Excalibur show up in an audio search? Yeah. Because uh, a guy named uh, I think Kashik Patel, I think his name, he's a really good SEO guy, yeah. and he mentioned that search is going to become more audio. Thirty percent will be done audio in the next year, and I yeah, had nice. no, I I'd never thought about that till I read the blog. Yeah. And uh, you know, seventy percent will be done by Google, and a lot of people said, Wow audio nobody's going to search that's actually wrong there's going to be more search because you can be in your car searching you can be in your living room anytime
1: can turn into a search yeah i mean and every and it drives me nuts when people again every time something new happens they're like that's not going to happen right okay great i don't know if it is or it's not but I can tell you that you know, I put my put Google Home as soon as it came out. Basically, I bought one in my house last year, and yeah. it, nobody used it. Yeah. not uh, using it at all. No, well, so for the first six months, right? It's just like, what is this thing? I don't want to talk to a little air freshener. Like, yeah, I don't want yeah. to talk to this thing. An <laughs> air freshener. Uh, um, and. Uh, and then slowly, you know, after that six months, they kind of got into it. Now we've got eight of them in the house, and we got the kids' ones in their own room. I mean, like, you know, it, it allows different people in different ages to interact with it. And, uh, I mean, they play music through it all the time. I mean, so they're going to grow up. I mean, my, my one-year-old son said Google before he said Dad, which is the biggest failure of my entire life. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but, it's I mean, like, they're, they're growing up in an environment where that is... Like, that's all they know, right? The, the digital natives, right? right They've yeah. grown up with yeah. it, and that's so, always been in their life. So why would, why would, and they like it, right? My five-year-old, my six-year-old, they like saying, hey, Google, play this song. Yeah. So they're just gonna say in five years, eh, don't worry about that we don't need to do that anymore yeah so yeah. I mean
0: I don't understand it's kind of scary in a sense because we you know back in math we had to learn all the equations and memory yeah. the times tables now the kids use a calculator right so there's a lot of the basic stuff yeah. and the hard learning they don't have and again what we think is now magic they think is normal <laughs> right. right like the, the best technology appears like magic Like right. this audio stuff appears like it's magical right but you an interesting point you a lot of people are getting this stuff and having it for four or five months and not using it, it's kind of yeah. like parents never read their VCR manual. Right. They just didn't know how to use stuff. Yeah. And there's a bit of a learning curve. And again, I guess I, what you're, you're an early adopter or uh, basically one of the people right in the front of the innovation curve. So there's not as many rules. It's not socially acceptable. Your yeah. neighbors aren't using it. But yeah. when grandparents, like I know a lot of people that your grandparents have it. Yeah, my grandma's got one. They have it because yeah. A, temperature, but B, they can talk to it and it yeah. helps them. Uh, I think the Google Home and the Alexa, they can actually have a reminder to take your medication. Yep. So these things are embedded yeah, right. as yeah. part of their important part of their yeah. life. So when is insurance going to be embedded on right. these audio devices? You know, it's not going to happen today. I don't. We we did the Google Home quote and it blew a lot of minds. But it's saying the fact that I can do it is great. I wanted to prove it, but I don't plan on writing a ton of policies well, in the first. Exactly
1: month. right, and that's people saying, "Oh, Jeff, this is ridiculous." Right, you're asking yeah. too many. Questions. Of course, you're asking. You know, it's like, is that going to be the final thing? But we, we have to get through that to get to the final thing, exactly, right? Like exactly. we can't. Like we can't. Let's put it this way. At some point in time, you will say, "Hey Google, Hey Alexa." Yeah, my phone just went off. Um, That was Alexa. (laughs) That was Google. uh, I need a quote for car insurance or whatever. And there's going to be enough systems talking to each other where they're going to have everything they need, and they're going to spit you back a number. That's enough,
0: Google. That's funny. Google, you Google Wired. You can't shake Google, right? I know.
1: She 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 said, "I'm not Alexa." She's in your pocket. Yeah, she's in my pocket. Uh, I mean, like it's it's that's that's where we're going to be, right? Like yeah. that's Let's fast forward because we're just going to be to the point where you're probably not even going to have to ask. Yeah. But we have to spend the next 15, 20 years asking to get to the point to not ask.
0: Yeah. And again, the, the number of questions on of work is going to get less and less over yeah. time. Right. So everybody's going, gee, our business can going to become yeah. a commodity. What value do I yeah. add? What's the end destination here by yeah. reducing the number of questions? Like in Canada, I can offer a quote with three questions now that's 85% accurate on 60% of my clients using predictive analytics. Yeah. You know, it's not bang on every time, but the person can get an idea of a rate easily. Then we can jump on the phone at the value of a broker, an agent at that point.
1: So now, and this is a question I think I would probably be dying to ask you. In an environment where the analytics, where the analysis of that risk, that quote, that that thing is faster and more accurate than we could ever hope it to be. Yeah. Where do we fit in? Like, what is the what is your vision of like? What do you think we should be doing at that point?
0: Well, it's at that point, I believe that the analytics and everything is going to help us find more clients of what we're looking for. So it's going to give us ability to find and manufacture clients like that, provide better service. So I look at improving stuff. I look at we have to actually understand big data analytics. Yeah. That's a role as an agent and broker. That's a role. Ninety nine percent of the industry has no idea how to do it and is not doing it, or is doing it in a very rudimentary style. So yeah. that's one thing I think. But in the role when it's that quick yeah. you know it's it's going to you know it's going to be interesting because people at the end of the day still want a human when things go sideways not every claim even with computers will go perfectly And again, I don't think of my lifetime anyway, 30, 40 years, there's still going to be that need to have a human overlooking things because a computer can't do everything and will not ever be able to do that. And back to trust. Do you trust a computer to do everything? You trust the people behind the people that make the computer at the end of the day. So the agent running your brand and your agency is the person that we trust, that we have to look at. That's going to always have a value there. We're still going to be human to human. So I think a lot of the grunt work we're doing right now will be faster. Like I got to say the infrastructure and insurance is a bit of a cluster, Well, you know what right now because companies are not building APIs. They're not opening things up. They're keeping things closed. They're driving agents to their service center and their website and that's cutting us the agents that want to have the customer experience out of it. So there's more scary trends right now than going down the future of what our role is. There's people that aren't addressing the problems and agents aren't working together and speaking out collectively. At least maybe they are in the U.S. I don't know but I see a lot of fragmentation. I don't yeah. I see the rating softwares aren't that great. When I did my presentation, I couldn't believe how poor that people can do a rate online, they can't put in their BMS system. There's double, triple, quadruple entry. You know, I would lose my mind and I would push back on my vendors saying, what are you doing? But everybody seemed to be getting isolated or there's a lack of one voice or politics. I don't know, what's going on in the US? What, what, you Explain <laughs> well, I, to me what's yeah, going on.
1: Well, I mean, uh, for all of insurance in the entire country, Jeff, yeah. let me just say we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't well,
0: know. But why can't we work together? Like, my question is, yeah. Why can't we get one voice and say, let's agree to disagree that we're going to have, like the banks did it with their uh, banking system. Right. Why can't we just say, hey, let's get out of our ways and let's not compete on data. Yeah. Let's make it really good. And then we can compete on the value, how we interpret the data, the coverage we offer, the branding, the marketing, the claim service. There's so many things to compete on, but we can't get the most important thing done. And yeah. nobody's leading the charge. That alarms me. And I, as an agent, I would be I'd be pissed off. I'm pissed off right now. Yeah. I, there, I, my companies and vendors are holding us back. And and the bottom line is we've allowed this to happen. So before we jump into the audio quote, you know where I'm going with this is yeah. if my APIs were there, I could voice authenticate my chatbot and jump in and get liability slips and do everything. But until the APIs are there or my system can communicate with the companies, I the road's broken. It's like there's a big bridge and I can't get across it. So before I'm worried, you know, I don't have to worry about uh, chatbots taking over the industry at this point and doing everything because we can't get from end to end right now. We can't even get our roads right.
1: You know, and the only thing, and this is the thing, if, if any carrier management system technology company is listening, like the only thing I am sure about is that if we continue to hoard and like yeah. just close and, and refuse to just integrate in any, like we will create the reverse effect of what we're trying to protect. Right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I am sure of that, and that's yeah. the one thing. Like if. I just. I, how do we get that message across? Right? Well,
0: like I just said we got, I, one of the things we're trying to do in Canada. We're just trying to build an API converter. So yeah. each BMS vendor builds one API to the converter, and then it connects to the companies. Likewise, the companies build one. So that gets everybody in the game quickly. Yeah. The guys that are using, oh, I have a legacy system. I'm not. I don't have the money to update. It's 2018, like that excuse is garbage. Uh, I'd be questioning a company yeah. that uses that excuse. I, why would anybody deal with them? Why would I, as an agent, do you? if a company doesn't have a plan to get a, an open source and a better system, you have to question why would you ever deal it's, with them?
1: It's like, it's like a hotel saying, we've already got a room, we're not gonna build a new one.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, you have already have room, but down the street, if the room is five times better, the experience well, right, is or better.
1: It's like a hotel refusing to upgrade yeah. their room, right? Yeah, like that's yeah. their product, right? Like, if
0: price is all I care about, the old room's cheaper, I'm going to go there. But prices and everything for an agent, there's about the experience. Like, When are vendors and companies going to actually care about our customer experience as an agent and broker? And again, I don't know if we've articulated it well enough. It's our fault because maybe we're not explaining obvious stuff well enough. Uh, I'm not sure. I think we need to be more literal and transparent. But one of the other tactics that's used is, well, nobody's ever asked me that. That's a, fa- a famous tactic used by vendors and companies. Yeah. When yet yeah, 35 agents have asked 30 different ways. Well, and it's, that's- you know. I mean, that's
1: like that's like your kid saying, you didn't ask me to clean my room. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's re- like, we should be like, if, if, if the people in charge of the industry aren't self-motivated to change the industry again, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I understand there's risk, but I, t- I think we talked, did we, did we talk about this last time? Or maybe this was somebody else last time we talked, but. Yeah, don't no, go ahead, go ahead, finish the riff. No, and, yeah, I, I mean, like, I just, yeah. I think, I think we, uh, you, The people that are in charge should be excited about being the ones to come up with the next great idea. Yeah. like that part of your If you have an ego of anything, like yeah. it should be like, I'm the smartest one to think of what's gonna yeah. come next.
0: Yeah, I, I think I heard uh, Masters of Scale, uh, Reed Hoffman says it best, basically. Yeah. There's a guy he interviewed on there and he said, I assume everybody knows nothing. Yeah. And I think we could almost say that about the insurance industry that everybody really doesn't know nothing at this yeah. point, because if they did, they would already be building this stuff, so why can't we build the APIs? Why can't we connect all the points? Why can't we make it easier for consumers? I want my consumer to do a change without me involved, but I'll still add value with touch points before and after. I'll make sure that they have the right coverage. You know, I've already used my famous analogy, I can learn how to do heart surgery online, but I choose to use the doctor, they'll still choose to use us.